Okay. <clears throat> I'm getting started a little early. This whole Advent season, our series has been called Expecting Presence. So tonight, we're opening presents. Get it? Clever? Is that just a little chuckle? Would be nice. That's all right. <laughs> the pity chuckle was awful from you guys right here. So uh, we're going to close our service by singing Silent Night. And it would be a really weird left turn then to start talking about donuts. So I'm going to talk about donuts now. So after Silent Night, I'm not going to repeat the donut thing. So here's what you need to know about donuts. Every year, except for one year where it, the world was weird, um, we take donuts to people who are working on Christmas Eve. Aren't you glad you're not at work right now? Who's glad you're not at work? Yay. Some of you are retired and you're like, work? What's, what's work? Um, some people are working like hospitals, fire departments, grocery stores, things like that. So we're going to just say thank you to them for working and take them donuts. So if, as you leave, if you would grab a box of donuts or two to deliver them, the stickers on the box tells you where to take them. And I think most of the ones south of here are on this side of the hallway and the ones uh, Cicero and North are on that side, I think. And we have some extras. So if you know somebody who's probably not on the list, you can just take an extra box and, and give them away or just eat them yourself. No one will know. I mean, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, so here, what we're excited about tonight is that God is present with human beings. Like this is an amazing thing that I think we need this reminder of how amazing this is once a year at Christmas time. So we're gonna go through uh, some uh, four different ways that God is with human beings. Uh, we're gonna call these presents and we're gonna open these presents and the children are gonna help me open presents. Are you excited to help me open presents? It's, it's like practice. You get to practice for later. Um, so I'll let you know when I need children and um, they can help me. Okay, the, the word became flesh. That's, that's what John said. When John is writing in his gospel about Jesus coming, he doesn't talk about the angels and the manger. This is how he says it in John 1:14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth. Man, that's the good news that God cares so much about us that he became a human being, not just a adult human being, but a baby human being to be with us. I think that's incredible. And God's presence with us means so many different things in different areas of our life. So we're gonna unpack these one at a time. First of all, um, God's presence is with me as like an individual human being. So that's our first present we're gonna open. I think David was gonna be their first helpers. David, can you come and help me? Gracie can come too if she wants to. Come on, David, just jump. There you go, right? Just like that. That's how I like to do it. Can you take that bow off? Like pull the end of it. And I think it'll just, here, pull this end. Pull it right there. There you go. I'll take that bow all the way off. Open this box up and I'll, I'll see what's inside. Ooh, what is that? Let me hold it. What do you see there? Myself. Yourself? That's right. You see yourself. Thank you, David. You can go sit down with your mom and dad. Be careful jumping off the... Yeah, nailed it. Beautiful. Thanks, buddy. You can go. You can go. Look, there's your, there's your dad. So uh, I have a feeling he'll be back up here someday. <laughs> Yeah, the first way that God's presence is with us is in the mirror. We get to look at ourselves in the mirror and go, God is present here with that person in the mirror. We're gonna prop this up somewhere. That's not gonna stay. Yep, that's a disaster waiting to happen. 
So what does it mean that God is present with me as as an individual human being? What does it mean that God is present with me? Matthew, the way he starts his gospel. So Matthew writes this story of the life of Jesus. And and in chapter one, verse 23, he tells Joseph that Jesus is gonna be called Emmanuel. And Joseph is like, what does that mean? And the angel is like, I knew you were gonna ask that. It means God with us. That's how he begins his gospel. And then the very last phrase in the gospel of Matthew is this. Jesus says to his disciples, and surely I am with you always to the very end. Like Jesus's presence here on earth never left. Like he's always been here. He, he will always be here and he is here to be with us. So what that means for you is you have never at any single moment in your life been alone. You feel alone sometimes. You feel lonely and isolated and cut off, but you have not for one minute been alone. That's, that's the power of the presence of Jesus with you as a person. He is with you. He is with you to comfort you in your grief. He is with you to put a hand on your shoulder. I know you don't feel it, but he's there. He is with you. That's Christmas. Jesus is with you. Okay, God is with us in some other ways. I have another gift to open. God is with us in another area of our lives. I need some children. I don't have any other children lined up. So can I have a child to come and help me? Anyone? Please, come on. Yeah, jump up here. What's your name? Nate? Come on, Nate. I like how you guys just come right up the front there. I like your boots too. Can you just pull that bow? Just pull it all the way. Tug it out. Yeah, and then see if you can take it off the box here. Totally. You've done this before. All right, can you open the box? Just pull that lid up and pull that. You can hold that and hold that up. Turn it around to see. What is that? Anybody know what that is? That's our logo. That's our Cicero Christian Church logo. And this is one, another way that God is with us. Thank you, Nate. I'm gonna set this right here and you can go have a seat. Give it, Nate a hand. God, God is with us through our church family. Uh, and this is something I think we forgot how important that was for a while until we didn't have it. Do you remember when we didn't have it? Do you remember when we didn't, we couldn't gather like this? It was a couple years ago. How many of you felt that? You're like, oh, this, I miss, there's something missing in my life. There's something missing in my world. It's my church family. I'm not able to gather with them. And we, we did so many Zoom calls. I, I led some classes over Zoom and my microchurch met over Zoom and I was just Zoomed out. Did you guys get Zoomed out? I got Zoomed out. I am so glad we get to do this. The room is full tonight. It is a beautiful thing because this is a way that God is present with us. When Paul is writing to this church in Corinth, that's gonna stand up all by itself. Look how awesome that is. And he is trying to tell them how important the gathering is. And uh, here's what Paul says to them in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? Like this is a way that God is present in the world is through the gathering of his people. God is here. This is why when we sing songs, on a, when we gather together, like on a Sunday morning or like this tonight, when we sing songs, we're not, we're not like singing to something way out there. He is present. He inhabits the praises of his people. That's what the Old Testament says. Isn't that pretty cool? Like God is here with us as we sing. He's here with us when we leave. We are the church, whether we're in this place 
or whether we're out there, God is present in his church, in our family. Is there anything that isn't improved by the presence of God? I mean, let's think about that. Like, there's so many times when we gather either as a family of God, you know, with our church, or in, when you gather in your home and you're, you're having a dinner, or you're having a family conversation, or you're having a family meeting. Anybody had a recent family meeting? Those are serious. That's when you, you know, sit up straight and you look dad in the eye and you have a family meeting. So that, that happens sometimes. Wouldn't it always be better if God was present in that moment? Oh man, of course, of course. The presence of God changes the whole dynamic, right? And here's the promise, that the spirit of God dwells in your midst. God is present with you in your family. He's holding things together in ways that go beyond our ability to hold things together. Aren't you glad? Because there are times where I go, if this is up to me, I'm, I'm not holding it together. Thank goodness, it is not up to me. God is present in our family and in our church family. The third way uh, that God is present is in our community. And I have to remember which box is the community. I think it's this one. I think so. I need some help opening this box. Who's, who's got me? No, Kellen, you're too big. Can I, is there a helper back here? Hi, come on up, come in and help me. I gotta get me some boots. You guys all have cool boots. What's your name? Preston. Preston. Thanks for helping out, Preston. This is the easiest one. You just have to take that lid off. Easy. And then let's, let me hold the lid. You can pull that out and kind of hold it up and show everybody what that is. Oh, look at it. It's people who are connected to each other. Oh, very nice, Preston. Thanks so much, man. I love that. This is... Uh, our community and Preston is helping me out. So thanks, man. Give me some. There you go. You know, be careful jumping off the. Oh, just a, like a pro. Okay. So there is a sense in which everyone here in in our community is connected, and we don't always see that. I think we we think, okay, maybe I'm connected with the people who live next door to me, but I don't know about everybody else. There are people in other neighborhoods and their neighborhoods are not like my neighborhood or their families are not like my family or their language is not like my language. But because we live in this community, we, we are responsible for the health and well-being of our community together. We do this together and we're, we're connected in our community. And there are some beautiful ways that God shows up uh, in our community. This is what uh, Jesus said that uh, the community was gonna be like if the church was there. Uh, he tells his disciples in Matthew chapter five, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people put a light, uh, people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Jesus says, you guys are all, you're all connected. And, and followers of Jesus get to carry a light into the community that you live in. Our community should be a better place because we're here. And we see stories of this all the time. We have a great community. You guys are, don't know that. Just this last week, uh, one of our community friends, a guy named Joe Rudy, owns a bicycle shop over on Peru, put out a bunch of bicycles outside of his shop and a big sign that just said, free. It was like free bicycles at Christmas time. That 
cannot be like cheap for him to do, right? I mean, it's his business to sell bicycles, not give them away. But he gave away a bunch of bicycles. What a lot of people who saw that don't know about Joe Rudy is he loves Jesus. He's a Jesus follower. And his generosity flows out of his desire to be a light in his community. And I just think that's beautiful. We have a lot of beautiful things happening in our community because the presence of God is here. Can you think of anything in our community that wouldn't be better if God were present? I mean, everything. We, th- we think there's, there's poverty in our community, there's addiction in our community, there's broken relationships in our community. What kind of impact would the presence of God make in, in each of those needs? That's, that's us taking the light of Jesus to our community so God's presence is felt and known all around us. Okay, and the last uh, category where uh, God is present, I need one more helper. Who's helping me out? Come on up here. Is that Finn? Yes. All right, dude. The steps. All right. I knew somebody would do it. Okay, uh, what I need you to do is pull the paper out of this bag and then see if you can find something in there and take it out. Just pull all that paper out. Yeah, there you go. Can you take that out and hold it up for everybody? What is that? Do you know what that is? That's all right. That's all right. It was free. All right. Look at that. That was beautiful. Thanks so much, man. Do you know what this is? It's the world. It's the whole world. Look at that. Do you know where we live? I'll show you where we live. Look, we live right there. It's Indiana. Thanks so much, man. You can go have a seat. I'm going to hang on to this. Good job. I'm just making a mess up here. God is present in the world. I, I think um, sometimes we think that we're taking God, like when we support missions, missionaries are taking God to the world, but God's already there. There's this really cool story in Acts chapter eight, uh, where there's this guy um, reading from the scroll of Isaiah and he doesn't know what he's reading. So God sends Philip, this guy to this Ethiopian who's reading the scroll, he doesn't know what he's reading, uh, to help him explain and understand it. Did Philip take God to the Ethiopian? Nope, God was already there. God was already working. God, God was already leading him through the scriptures. But Philip went to participate with God in what he was already doing. Uh, I have this really amazing uh, class that I'm a part of at Wheaton College. And one of my classmates is uh, from Kenya. He is a Maasai warrior uh, from Kenya. Uh, He's also an evangelist and a Jesus follower. And he told me last time I saw him back in October, he said, Adam, people come up to me all the time that have never actually heard the gospel. And they'll say, God spoke to me in a dream and said, you need to go find this man his name is Surani. You need to go find Surani and he will tell you about Jesus. And so they show up and they say, are you Surani? Okay, God told me to come and find you so you could tell me about Jesus. And he's like, how, how does that work? Like our Western thinking, we're like, it does dreams, are we, are we sure that God speaks through dreams? They don't even question it. When God, God is at work all over the world, whether we are there or not. This is part of the reason why I get so excited about this uh, a project we've been doing. So for the whole month of December, the whole Advent season, we've been raising extra money. Like you guys have extra money right now, don't you? Everybody's like, yeah, I'm pretty flush. I haven't spent anything on anybody. Um, We've been raising extra money so we could send church planters out into this region in India that's never had the gospel. 
But here's something we know. God is already at work in that region. He's already been there. Like he's been there. And we just get to go and participate with him and what he's doing. Uh, the total, by the way, on that is $16,125. So that allows us to send out four church planters in 2023 into that area uh, who will most likely plant uh, three churches each um, or four churches each. So that's 16 churches uh, starting next year because of your generosity. So thank you so much for participating in that. And this is a way that we recognize that God is present in the world and he is at work all the time. Even in places where we are not, God is and he is working. This is what Christmas is about. These are the presence of the presence. You can dissect that later and figure out which word goes where, right? But this is what it means that we're celebrating the presence of Jesus. Is he's with us, he's with our family, He's in our community through us and he is all over the world, meeting needs, showing love to people, pursuing people with his gospel of grace and truth. And isn't that amazing that we get to be a part of that? We get to acknowledge that tonight and celebrate that together. I just think it's beautiful because the truth is wherever God is present, anything is possible. You believe that? Wherever God is present, anything is possible. If God is present in you, anything is possible. Anything. Anything that you're battling internally, if God is present, victory is possible. Wherever God is present, anything is possible. If God is present in our church family or in your home, anything is possible. Whatever you're battling, whatever conflict, whatever tension, anything is possible. Healing, restoration, Wholeness is possible if God is present. Whatever's happening in our community, we know that there are needs all over our community. We know that there's grief and sorrow and loss and addiction and brokenness all over the place. Is it possible to see progress in every one of those areas? Yes, because God is present. And we know that our world is a messed up, broken place. There's evil out there because there's evil in here. Is it possible for there to be peace Yes, because God is present. Wherever God is, anything is possible. And we get to celebrate that possibility tonight. So I'm so glad that you guys are here to celebrate that with us. Um, I'm gonna take just a minute. We're gonna pray that God um, would, well, first of all, we're gonna thank him. We're gonna thank God for being present in all these areas and the way that that shows up. And we're gonna pray that we would lean into that. Because sometimes I think we know, it's like we know God is here, but we don't really know how to, how to what to do with it. We don't know how to, be with him. He's present with us. We don't know how to be present with him. So let's, let's pray about that too, that we would be present where God is present, that we would acknowledge him. We would interact with him. We would participate with him in what he's doing. Um, so we're gonna pray that prayer and then we're going to um, light our candles and sing and then we'll be dismissed in just a minute. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this opportunity tonight to celebrate the presence of Jesus and what that means to us. Thank you for this baby born in Bethlehem so long ago. And the fact that his birth is still being announced and proclaimed and um, anticipated 2000 years later because it just changed everything. The fact that you wanted to be with us changes everything. So we thank you for that. And we ask God that you would teach us slowly, patiently how to lean into your presence, how to interact with you, how to know that you're here and, and let your presence make an impact on our lives, our homes, and our community, and around the world. We pray all this in Jesus' name.
Amen.